everybody and welcome to podcast number 68. Today I have with me an actress, musician and award-winning comedian. She was shortlisted for the Comedy Crowd Lockdown Laughs competition in 2020, winner of Musical Comedy Awards 2019, winner of Two North Down North Act, New Act of the Year 2019, winner of Hilarity Bites New com- Comedian competition in 2016. It just goes on and on and on. I can't we haven't got time for all of these. Um, she's also been seen on Harry Hill's Club Night. Uh, it's Katie Pritchard, everybody. Welcome, Katie. Thank you for joining us. Hello. <laughs> it's really, really good to have you here with us. Now, you actually went and studied at Buckinghamshire New University in High Wycombe, and you studied arts there. So when did you first know, right, I'm going to entertain <laughs> well, my first um, my first acting role was age six months old. Wow! Um, and apparently, I was quite theatrical as I as I was birthed. Um, <laughs> my mum said I came out being like, <laughs> like a, like a Disney movie. So um, so yeah, it kind of wasn't surprising, and I did it as a hobby my whole childhood. So so it was the obvious thing to do. So were you actually on stage? before you went to gain your qualifications, really? Yeah, so I would um, I would be in all the school shows. I did some amateur dramatics. I was in a theatre company as a kid. Basically, when I was to- taking my choices, <laughs> my science, I was gonna do um, physics, chemistry, maths, and um, philosophy. And my science teacher actually was like, uh, Kate, you've not got any um you've not got any arts in there do you think you need <laughs> do you think you need to think about that and then I don't know if that's because he didn't want me in his class or whatever but thanks to him I was like oh oh yeah I guess I can do I could try and do that as a degree <laughs> I don't really know I don't really know what I was doing um but yeah thank goodness for him so uh, and from there you've just gone from strength to strength but when did comedy come into your act because you're well-known, you've been on the stage, you've been in Dreamcoats and Petticoats, you've travelled all the top theatres throughout the UK. I mean, you can dance, you can sing, you can do pretty much everything. But now you think, oh, I know, I'll do a bit of stand-up. <laughs> well, um, I guess I've always erred more towards comedy in anything that I've done before. Um, so that that wasn't a surprise to me. At uni, I even said, you know, when I get because I look very young for my age. So I always knew there'd be a patch because there's no parts for women who are um, aged between about 25 and 60. There's not really that much um, acting parts. So I kind of said to myself, when I look 25, I'll probably have to take a little break. Um, so uh, <laughs> then, <laughs> then well, well, that's when I'll have some life experience. Maybe I can try comedy. Because um, <laughs> I thought, you know, you needed something to talk about as a comedian um, and uh, I was working on a show and I got a bit bored backstage. So I just film little videos in the in my dressing room <laughs> and put them up. And then my friends actually dared me on that show. They were like, try this, we dare you to try it live on stage. And they all came. And that was my first comedy gig. And then oh. I was hooked. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Cause you actually do, you've written lots of sketches and, um, You've been involved in improvisation groups as well, haven't you? So if you is improv been quite a big part of your career as well? Um, yeah, I get I really I love improv. Um 
I like performing it. I mean, there's, I mean, if you like adrenaline, try improv because you've got no idea what's going to happen. Uh, you just got to go with it. Um, I actually took improv to see how it worked. It was more like, <laughs> just was like, how do people do this? So I went to study it because um, I couldn't get my head around it. And then I really enjoyed it. So I'm very lucky I've worked with a few troops um, here and there and yeah, I, I normally do musical improv, so we're improvising musicals to add an extra dimension of <laughs> <laughs> ridiculousness in. <laughs> now, music is quite a big part of your life because I know that you're with the Daisies in a rock girl rock band called the Daisies, and I think you're actually performing this weekend as well on Saturday. The Daisy Chains. Um, well, unfortunately, we haven't yet had a gig uh, because of all the restrictions. So we're still waiting because dancing's illegal. Uh, and we're very much, we're 50s and 60s rock and roll bands. So dancing is very much encouraged at our gigs. So we're kind of, it's uh, it's tricky <laughs> to know where normally we're playing at big festivals where they're swing dancing and jive dancing. So um, yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> you, you actually play the guitar in that group and I've been listening to it and the music is just my era it's just like wonderful I'm up and almost oh, chicken around while I'm while I'm trying to research you <laughs> and um, <laughs> which has been great the um so the um what was I going to say but guitar although you play guitar there that's not the only instrument you can play is it how many no. instruments do you play I think about 12 I mean none of them I'm not Beethoven on any of them I just play them a bit (laughs) (laughs) obviously very musically talented and you actually like you just said you bring that music into your comedy as well because you've actually won the musical comedy award in 2019 so they combined really well together Um, and as well as playing all those instruments, writing all your sketches, doing your plays and your comedy. You also keep yourself fit as well. <laughs> so as well as Aikido, badminton, bowling, canoe, cycling, football, horse riding, roller skating, running, doing a triathlon, you've also run the three marathons. I've, yeah, I've just, I'm just I'm training. I've put that in air quotes for my fourth marathon because... I haven't really done much in the way of training it. I've gone for like five runs and I've pretended they're training runs, but they're, I mean, I've got, but I've got a lot of work to do. It's in October and I, now is crunch time. I need to have a little word with myself. We're in July now. I need to get training for that. I don't know who I think I am. <laughs> you, well. you are looking Wonder Woman on the paper, but do you find that the running actually helps you think? Yeah, I think, um, well, I had to stop a bit because uh, I did three marathons three years in a row, got a bit obsessed with it and had to have a, a <laughs> little break. Um, but yeah, I think running is really good, you know, because you can process your thoughts. And I do a lot of writing when I'm running and it keeps you very calm. And I need to do cardio for my shows. <laughs> they're so they're so active so much dancing so it's kind of yeah it serves several functions running um if I do do it (laughs) if I don't then I really feel the the negative effects of not running (laughs) and like your show say your shows are very um energetic um so that that's definitely a reason to keep fit um 
Now, the last 12 months have obviously been quite challenging for everybody, uh, but not you, because you've gone off and released your own EP, um, <laughs> which is now available on Spotify, <laughs> and just, just for something to do. <laughs> yeah, well, I actually, I was talking to a friend about this the other day. I've kind of lost my memory. I think everyone has at some point over the last year. So then there was a time when I was doing loads of stuff, but I don't remember doing it. And he, he reminded me about that EP as well. And I was like, oh yeah, I did do that. I don't, I've got no memory of that. <laughs> so that's, that's what my year's been like. I've just been like, oh, I better do something and I just completely forget about it. So, <laughs> Well, it's really good fun. And listeners out there, my particular favourite is the two letter words, but they're all great. They're really uplifting and fun. <laughs> And, and listeners, you have to tune in. It's Katie Pritchard on Spotify and any other medias that you listen to your music from. So, so give that one a listen. It's only 15 minutes. It's no time at all. But uh, just give it a listen. Um, now, your family are all artists, aren't they? You come from an artistic background? Yeah. yeah, my aunt is a professional artist, runs an art gallery. My mum is a very incredible artist she's now an art uh, works as a professional artist my sister took art a level everyone's very artistically talented apart from me so it's always been the letdown (laughs) but despite that throughout lockdown you also started painting and now have um t-shirts and jumpers available for sale on your website Katie Pritchard, which very cleverly yeah, done. Thank you, thank you. Uh, <laughs> Tmail.com. And, and people could actually buy your t-shirts and that. And they're, they're really fun designs as well. Yeah, I'm wearing one now. I, I, was, like, I was trying to subliminally plug it. That's cool like a cool cat. That's a cool yeah. cat with a saxophone. Yeah, I love that. That, is, <laughs> that was a really nice. The other one, you've got like a set of drums, which is very yeah. similar than that. And yeah. I'm wondering, are you going to bring out a Christmas collection? So I did have uh, little Christmas ones. I took them off because um, it's not Christmas. But <laughs> I'll put someone closer to Christmas. Back up, <laughs> because... I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'm coming up to the one year anniversary of that uh, T-shirt shop, actually. In um, I think I launched it on my birthday. So I got like 23 days <laughs> until, <laughs> until, just a hint there, um, until the anniversary of it so, um, so I don't really know about business uh but I just <laughs> took the Christmas ones off in January sorry yeah, sorry about that Elaine I'm really no, that's, that's okay no, that's good I'm glad we're on the same wavelength I'm impressed so anyway listeners keep an eye out on that website because Christmas isn't that far away now um I know we've only just been let out but we're about to uh, about six months away now so um keep looking for those Christmas t-shirts <laughs> Graham, have you got anything that you'd like to ask? Yeah, I've watched loads of your musical improv on your shows on Zoom, and they are brilliant. I'm, I'm just so impressed of where you actually take the uh, studio mixer, come up with a tune, come up with a beat, and then it's your words to a song, which is just brilliant. How, how many years do you think it's taken you to develop to be able to get to that stage, to be able to sit in front of people and just do Right to tune. <laughs> well, um, I just thought I'd give it a go in lockdown. I don't. I didn't have any. Um, I didn't. I don't really have any skills that I thought of. I just kind of tried it at um, the start of lockdown because I. Um, I think I realised a lot of people didn't 
realized that I could actually play instruments. So on, on the one hand, I thought that would be fun to do a show where I'm showing how I write my music. Um, and I also think some people get a bit scared about music creation and they think that they can't do it, but actually most people can. It, you know, it's just about communicating. If you're collaborating, you know, and you've got a pianist, write lyrics and explain what you think. So basically, I just wanted to show that music wasn't a big scary thing and that we could all create it. I, I, I think I, I love music, obviously. That's what I do, that's what I do all the time. Um, so I just think it was I just wanted to show everyone, yeah, that music can bring everyone together. It's not scary. It's fun. I mean, I like I like the way you just take any idea and you run with it. It doesn't matter what it is, whether it's right <laughs> or wrong, you run with it. And, you know, as part of the music creation process, put it in the studio mixer. I must just actually point out, you are quite a good pianist as well. <laughs> it does help if you can play the piano and to a high level. But, um, but I've, I've, you know, I've been really impressed with those and, uh, and especially taking the, you know, taking the input and running with it just to see what happens within one hour and then the end result is normally pretty fantastic things um yeah it's just kind of like i guess for me it's like no pressure you've made it in an hour so anything is going to be fun that you've made in an hour because you and then everyone hopefully the audience takes the pressure off themselves i find like it's a very interactive show so it must be hopefully not scary when you're watching it to just write in ideas and then we just chuck I them all in yeah. Are you going to take that to the live environment eventually, or is that just strictly, um, you know, closed room? Um, I'm in talks to hopefully do shows that can be live and live streamed at the same time of that show. Um, because I'm aware I'd really want to keep up as much. Um, because I think, yeah, it's been really nice this year. It's really kept me going and um, just being able to, like, go on a show and talk people and watch another show it's it's nice on twitch so um i'd like to keep that up as much as I can say, yeah. so so if, if the bbc came along and said right you know we'd like to do um a, a show what do you think your type of show would be for the bbc <laughs> or actually let's not use actually any any channel that's one of the big ones uh just very silly anything <laughs> where i could be very silly and dress up in my silly costumes and prance around, that's that's for me, please. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone's casting, uh, I've had soup thrown over my head. Very happy for that to happen again. Um, you know, anything, anything fun. <laughs> anything fun, good. That was so good. That was on the Harry Hill show. You had your soup. Yeah, yeah that was so. So if you could do, um, so the West End Theatre, someone phones you where you could have play a part where you're mixing your music and your comedy and everything. What part is it that you'd say, that would be my dream job? Oh, it's hard. Isn't it? It's so hard. I love acting. I love comedy. I love music. So it's, um, it's definitely got to be a character where you could be funny and you'd have some music. I don't know. So something like hairspray or something like that, I could see. I love hairspray. I think I'm the wrong height. <laughs> the wrong height and body shape for hairspray. They're very specific. But yeah, hairspray. It, uh, that show is actually, I saw it when it first came to town about nine times. I mean, 
I did have friends in it, so I'd go, I just used that as an excuse to be like, oh, I'll come and watch you every time that they went on for their understudy checks. I was there like a super fan. It's just such a good show. Um, so you've got this, you're hoping for a show streaming thing to come up in the near future. Is there anything else you've got um, coming up that you'd like to plug while you're here? Uh, yeah, um, I'm currently work in progressing my show, which I don't know when I'll be able to do it. Um, so I'm taking a nice, slow work in progress <laughs> route. <laughs> but I've got three shows coming up um, this month in July. Um, so my first one is on the 7th of July in Bristol at Smoke and Mirrors. I'm doing a double preview. Um, then on the 16th of July, I'm in at Guildford Fringe Festival and the 22nd of July I'm at Two North Down in London. Brilliant. So just trying out my show, seeing what I need to kick out of the show and hopefully having fun. <laughs> Brilliant, that's excellent. Um, Katie, that has been fantastic. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, it's been absolutely wonderful. Thank you listeners for listening and I hope you managed to get to one of her shows and definitely check her out on the internet. Thank you everybody. Bye. <laughs> This has been a podcast recording for a whole lot of comedy.